How are we doing, everybody? This is AJ Torres of Colin Strikes, courtesy of the Worst Take Network. Unfortunately, there is no baseball for my Yankees this weekend. There is another COVID crisis in baseball, and this was to the New York Met, ah, the New York Mets organization. Sorry, for some reason I can't talk today, so bear with me. So, the only thing that I don't understand is why the Mets had travel back that night to New York. It's like, listen, that's not fair to the pilot or anybody else. Just stay right there in Florida. And it's like, hey, if you could overnight travel, I mean, what were you trying to do? I mean, they going to go home and get their family sick? Like, what the hell are we doing? What kind of shit show are we running here? But at the end of the day, I think about it. It's like, you know, it's the New York Mets. That doesn't surprise me. And again, it's not because I'm a Yankee fan. It's just top to bottom. I look at the ownership and they got the tools, the money. It's just I know how they treat the ownership as what they treat the fans like. And that's why I don't like the Pirates owners because, hey, that guy is a disgrace because he doesn't give fans what they deserve. And that's just it. That's just not me being bashful. That's me having a solid point. I might use my mouth to cash checks, but I'm a fair man. That's just how it goes. But moving on from the that depressing factor, we got a trade. A trade that I did not think was going to happen. For you Red Sox fans and you Philly fans, listen up. So what we have here, which I'm not sure if there's going to be any significant trade deadline... But we will see how it goes here. Let me pull it up. The important piece was Brandon Workman, but an added piece was Heath Hembry. So, in doing so, with that trade, they are getting Nick Pavetta and Connor Siebold. Now, Nick Pavetta is a relief pitcher from what it looks like. He could give you more than just an inning, but as far as what tweaks need to be made, I think that there's going to be a lot of tweaks that need to be made if they want to go far. As far as Connor Siebold, the way that I looked at his numbers is I think he's close to league ready being a starting pitcher, and that is what the Red Sox need because if you look at all the guys... uh, I mean, all the guys that are not starting pitchers that are in rotation as it is, it's something they desperately need. Now, I got one more Big Giant segment before I take off on this one. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet for listeners. And I'm going to slam Diego here. So, I looked at this team, and I said top to bottom. And mind you, I was uh, on Friar Talk with the guys. Uh, Matt's always great. He's been good to me. Uh, Isaac's great, and Chase is the man as well. Kudos to them. But I look at this roster top to bottom and I say, this is a mess. And you're thinking, hey, why? All right, so there's 20-some-odd spots on the roster. And yes, their two best bullpen arms are down right now. One's most likely done for the year, depending on the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, that is. And the other one has arm tightness. So right now... You have a bullpen all full of young arms 
that you have no idea what to do with. Now, I'm actually looking at the game right now. It's in the ninth inning. And I'm looking at how things are going. Now, Patino needs to start. I've been saying this for a while. you got to see what he is. Now, in two and a third innings, only one hit given up, struck out two, and he had his command. He did not allow a walk. Because the last appearance, he gave up, I think, three walks, if I am not mistaken. Cal Quantrill, uh, the same in the third, only one hit allowed, two strikeouts. You got to figure out what to do with these guys, but that bullpen top to bottom is not great. It is subpar at best. And why does every guy got to go in inning and a third? I don't know why. Maybe Tingor, the guy who seemingly seems to keep lying to the fan base, can explain that one. Let's see. We got Morhan and Patino. These guys combined for, let's see, we got, uh, got four ends right there. Okay. So you bring in Tim Hill to close out the end that Paul Quantrill came back in. And to have him complete two outs of the next inning, like, what are we doing? Why can't we just give guys clean innings? That's that's what you want. It's these guys where, you know, this is what the commissioner is talking about, being like, oh, hey, we want a faster game of pace. Not only that, but it's just, come on. Young guys, give them clean innings. What's wrong with that? Right now, Pagan is one out away. Yuri Guriel's at the plates, a 1-1 count. Now, Pagan, hopefully he's finding what's going on. Hopefully he figures it out. Because, I mean, this guy's got talent. I think it's going to be a mechanical issue that he's been uh, dealing with, which is why he's been hittable. But we will see how this goes. And remember... Cal Quantrill can't bail you out tonight. Slider right in the dirt as soon as I say that. <laughs> but if you look at the team, all the mill infielders that are on here, the lack of true outfielders, and then you're putting your middle infielders to try out left field when Petco Park has one of the biggest left fields in all of baseball. It's just nuts. It's absolutely mind-boggling, and it's just crazy. Absolutely nuts. We got catchers that they do not know what to do with. There are mill infielders that they have no idea what to do with. There are outfielders that do not have defined roles. As far as I'm concerned... You have Machado, Tatis, Hosmer at first because you got to pay him. Well, the same thing goes with Manny at third, but Tatis, he's special. He's at short. Hosmer at first. Will Myers because you're paying him's and right. And you know what? Grisham's been doing great lately. Okay, he's your piece at center. But then everything else is a question mark. Right now, Jay Cronworth, I like at second. Right now, he's in slave for Offensive Rookie of the Year in the National League, which says a lot. But then we go off other factors. 
what is going to happen with this team going forward, and can they actually make the playoffs? Because if you look at the standings right now, now mind you, this goes by the top eight teams in the American League and the National League. Ah, oh, come on, you're not going to give me standings? Come on, people. I hate when they do that. So if we go by win totals... The Diamondbacks have 13, the Giants have 14. Rockies have 13, Dodgers have 22. Pagan just finished it off, so now the Padres have 17. So currently in that division alone, the Padres are in second place, and that is with a very shaky bullpen. Which who knows when things will get resolved. I don't think the I don't think Tingler is helping the situation that much. That will be determined. And I, I mean I I get it. I'm fair with rookie managers. And I understand giving them some slack, but he needs to learn quickly. Otherwise, then he's gonna die down. And that for this one is really all I got. I mean, there are some other concerns like Mike Miner and uh, the Rangers, what's happening there, what's going on with the Astros situation above them going two wins over 500. There is a lot to discuss there. So much. The Chicago rivalry and much more. Well, unfortunately, that's all I got for tonight. But uh, as always, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, tell your mother you love them, and take it easy. You're the best. Later.